This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. Welcome to a very special edition of the Big Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm Brian here with Adina, Steve, and our man Chris, who's going to be joining us live from the official Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. It's the 56-year mission being hosted at Bally's Hotel and Casino, presented by Creation Entertainment. We are so excited to bring you a little piece of the action from Vegas, and we are happy for you, Chris, but also a little, maybe a lot jealous. How's it going, my brother? It's it's amazing. It's a dream come true, and like I just feel like I'm going to be riding on this high for the rest of my life, quite honestly. Fantastic. My um my coworkers when I get back. <laughs> well, ir- we hope that you irritate us in a good way while we're talking to you tonight. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, as we're as we're pu- as we're asking you every question we ever have about conventions and what you're experiencing, Steve is not in his usual L.A. home at this moment. In fact, he is celebrating his 41st anniversary with his bride, Elaine, in the fabulous Hawaii. So if you happen to listen to us in Hawaii, you got to find out where Steve's at and say, hey, how's it going, Steve? Mahalo and aloha. I'm giving a shaka sign right now to my friends. It's very interesting. Today, we're really across the entire United States. We're from Maryland, yes, Ohio, yep, Nevada, and Hawaii. I mean, the yeah. length and breadth of this country. We are recording today, so I think that's pretty exciting as well. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The magic cool. of technology. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm wearing I'm wearing my Kaloa rum cap, and I'm actually enjoying a mai tai while we're talking because that's what you oh, do in Hawaii. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now I'm jealous of y'all for like more reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth, literally. And then there's little Adina and Brian no. left to every carry on the everyday jobs and routines. Adina in Maryland, myself in Ohio, as we've already said. But there's exciting news. There's there's something really historic happen happening. Uh, down in Florida uh, early, early Monday morning, if weather holds and all that stuff. Adina, how you doing? You want to talk about that real briefly? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing doing good generally. And right, a lot of us, um, all my coworkers and a lot of people I know, we're all excited for the Artemis One launch that is currently scheduled for this coming Monday. So hopefully, 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 by the time folks hear this, that will have been in the past and you know artemis will be uh you know will have been we, we got that check mark for the first successful mission uh, artemis one if people don't know is part of nasa's the the grander plan to get back to the moon and then on to mars and the company that i work for and one of the reasons why i continue to work there is because i do get to work on projects that are related um, I work for Northrop Grumman, and uh, our company built the the boosters, the solid rocket boosters that are part oh, of wow. the rocket. But then cool. we're also working on parts of the future space stations. 
Um, I mean, today, yes. And so some of my work these days is, is involved in some of those, some of those efforts, uh, which is great. So I used to say, you know, I work on satellites and now I I think I can honestly tell you, I work on satellites and space stations. So um, yeah, so we've all got our eyes on this, several of my coworkers. So again, I'm missing the Star Trek convention and I'm going to be missing the launch because a lot of my coworkers will be down at the Cape and I'm going to still be home. <laughs> right. Well, shout out to my brother-in-law, Ryan, who works for NASA. He got chosen to get to go Man. down to Florida and help mm. out with the launch and uh, be a part of that. Him and his wife, uh, my wonderful sister-in-law, Christy, are going to be traveling down there in the next day or two to be a part of that. So we're super excited, living vicariously through him uh, uh, this weekend and to get to be a little bit a uh, part of that. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing great, guys. Uh, I am so incredibly excited that Chris is wearing his pink blazer today with his little Star Trek uh, emblem on it, a communicator badge. Nice touch, my friend, and excited to talk about the convention. And Chris, we're just going to ask you all kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys should definitely follow his YouTube channel, Yelling About Star Trek. He's already posted a couple uh, videos. Uh, I loved your Wrath of Khan hallway video. Oh, thank um, you. I was just, I was smiling ear to ear, geeking out. I never felt so nerdy in my whole life. Um, <laughs> uh, just excited for you, man, for what you're experiencing. Still have yet to experience through the weekend. So. Yeah. Uh, t- let me start by asking this question and then we'll just, we're just going to freestyle it tonight and kind of see where this takes us um, and let you tell, tell some stories and paint a good picture for us. But um, as, as you came into Las Vegas and flying into Las Vegas is unlike flying into any other city in the world in, in a lot of ways, because you're, there's desert, 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 nothing, mountains, desert, nothing. And then you come and all of a sudden here is this sprawling city, literally sandwiched between mountains in the middle of the desert. And you see nothing of civilization outside of that city of Las Vegas around those mountains. It's absolutely incredible. So, so what are some of your first impressions of Las Vegas, but also maybe Bally's in the convention center? Um, yeah. What are some early things you experienced that excited you? Yeah. So first, first impressions of the city is that it really is a supersized version of Niagara Falls. Because I always had this theory that Niagara Falls was like a mini Las Vegas, where it's basically a place, there's a bunch of casinos, and you it's very flat, and you can look and drive around, and you can see all these cheesy attractions, but it's very mm-hmm. condensed. And then coming to Las Vegas, like, okay, it very much is like that, where it's just a bunch of casinos, cheesy attractions, and I mean a good cheesy, right. and it's very flat. Um, but it's fun. It's just like, it's a different vibe. And like, it's one of the things I'm getting used to is the fact that it really is the city that never sleeps. So if I, Mm -hmm. when you have to get up early and you're going down to the lobby, it's like people have either been already gambling. They're already gambling. They've got their beers. Then they're already going out for the night. (laughs) Perhaps they never stopped gambling. Or they never stopped. (laughs) That's right. So it's just, it's a wild city. And like, one of the things that's been exciting that I love here. Is I can break hundreds because you can't do right. that in Canada. It's like <laughs> you break a hundred, you they have to basically do a whole production where they look concerned. They have to make sure is this a fake? Can we break it? They got to go talk right. to the manager. 
But you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm so glad this is going to air a week after we record it so that because anybody listens to this is going to know you're walking around with hundreds in your pocket, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad there's a delay. Excuse yeah. me, Chris. Did you drop something? Did you drop something? Because uh, here, let me help you with that. Your wallet, okay? Yeah, exactly. I well, I will tell you this right now. I have a huge wad of ones, and I love the fact that you guys have one dollar bills. To me, that's a, the coolest thing. And, and 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 why do you have a huge wad of ones? That's uh, because I, for one purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it's because I've been breaking a lot of like I've been using a lot of the bigger bills. And so uh-huh. now I have all of the change that's just uh-huh. accumulating, which okay. I have. Oh, that's that's okay. your tip money. That's Why? What's your tip okay. money. Yeah. Why? What's the what's the okay uh, for? Uh, I, I, know <laughs> I don't want to say. Was, <laughs> I, I know what Adina was thinking, and no, yeah, because you, like you say it like very. You say it like shocked. There's, a, there's. A, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Because okay, because that that okay was a very suspicious okay. Like you're up to something. I'm not up to oh, oh no, 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 I'm not up to something. I'm just just wondering if if you know what you what in you're Vegas, implying by telling us you in had Vegas those the, those that are oh, in the know that? those that are in the know know what one dollar what you do with one dollar okay. bills in Vegas yeah. at certain facilities or gin joints or whatever um no, they're places but for listen, gentlemen they're clubs for listen, gentlemen that's what right but, yeah but, we, yeah but listen one dollar bills are essential uh if you're in vegas like steve said for tipping random yes. things if you you know people have carried your luggage or whatever or, right. i mean restaurant tipping you know if you're not paying with a credit card to ha- you know it's just Everywhere you go, I mean, also even frankly for gambling, there's so many one dollar machines. Yes, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's so when I've gambled now, admittedly, it's only actually been in Atlantic City. I, I've only been in <clears throat> Vegas for like one night, but in Atlantic City, for I'm used to tipping with chips. So not oh, you know, oh, the, the waitress okay. comes and brings you your drink, you give her a chip. So oh, I know. Um, yeah. there's there's very few chips in Vegas. I've yeah. been there for a lot, going on for many many years. I mean. The well, very first time I took my wife to Vegas when she was 20. So that was 40 plus years ago. And then, yes, chips were used, but now it's all computerized. But, it's all so a, the table games? Uh, so, um, the table? That so might I, be different. The the poker yeah. tables, the roulette, that, poker, that might. Poker, blackjack. Yeah. Blackjack's my all, jam. Oh, that's, really? Yeah. That's my wife, too. You guys would have fun hanging out together. Okay. Well, she should um, None of it's my jam. So, Just so want to go to the Baccarat table and say, like, Baccarat. James Bondy sounding yes. things. I don't know how it works. I don't know the first thing about it, but I want to just say, like, smooth lines like Bond does where he's like, I, I'm talking about Baccarat, but I'm also being very suave when I, I talk wonder, about Baccarat. I wonder if there's any Star Trek fans that do cosplay in Vegas right now. They're going to dress up like Worf with a big old cigar and a white tuxedo oh. and go to Baccarat tables and see what happens. That's Just like, brilliant. I forget one... the name of the episode where. Oh, uh, that is Our Man Bashir. Yeah. Great fun oh, episode. That would be one. hilarious. You know, that would thing... actually be like a great cosplay just in general uh, is just have several of the next generation. People cosplay several of the next generation just sitting at a tape round table playing poker. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, that would be great. Done. Chris, done. Keep, Chris, keep your eyes out because you are in the center at Bally's where the convention is happening. People stay there. And yes, they do walk around in their clothes, their outfits. So yeah, you, yeah, you, they would be- you, you might just see, you might see Spock. 
there's a there's this one guy I've seen many times there. He's very tall. He is the spitting image of Leonard Nimoy. He dresses in this oh. outfit. He dresses in a, a TOS outfit, and he is the he. You will you will see him when you see him. He is really popular at the at the convention. Is is he featured on the I Am Spock documentary too? I believe so. I believe right. that's the guy. Yes. Yeah. So Chris, oh, I'll have to keep an eye out for him then. Chris, so so cool. Uh, the city itself. Tell us about the atmosphere in Bally's and around that. Like, what does that feel like? What does that look like? Tell, yeah. tell us for for those of us like me that have never been there that are just salivating. Give me more, man. Give me more. Yeah. So I've seen a change. So what I've been doing is I've been doing what I call the Dabo test, and I've been filming this, and I want to try and make a montage of the Dabo test where I got there. This I got there on Monday, so this was well before the convention. Wow. So there weren't a lot of Trekkies there. So I decided that I would just, anytime I walk through the casino, I'll try and film it. I'd yell out Dabo really loudly to see if I get any heads turning, <laughs> see if anybody awesome. knows. Like, Because I figure if there's Trekkies around and they hear Dabo, they'll know, oh, that's from Star Trek. That's, you know, that's the game. But if they don't, but nothing's happened. Like, no one has caught on to that. So I oh. found, like, pre- pre-start and i haven't really tried it with the convention because i feel like that would be really cheap and like that'd be too easy but so pre-convention like first few days is just a lot of gambling people walking around with with mm -hmm. beers and drinks getting can up they, to whatever they're getting up to um, can they hear you yell dabo over all the casino noise? i mean i try to do it loudly enough and i'm sure some people have but i feel like mm -hmm. people are so engrossed like if you don't know what dabo is you're not going to mm -hmm. care and yeah. people right. are so engrossed in their machines um, so that was kind of the vibe beforehand, but like the last couple of days have been insane where it's just a lot of people in cosplay and uniforms and mm -hmm. just Ugh. being, and then like, I'll tell you, like walking down the hall and hearing people having conversations about Trek is one of the most surreal things in the world where it's <laughs> mm -hmm. like back home. It's like, yeah, we have our podcast. I have some other ones. I connect with people who are like, okay, we're going to have, we're going to talk about Trek and you know, my partner, and I will have discussions about it. But there's never been a situation in my life where I've walked mm -hmm. down a hall and I've heard random conversations, like three or four conversations around Trek, to the point where even uh, like pre-registration and the COVID testing line, on because people were still talking about Trek. Right. So that's kind mm -hmm. of the vibe. It's yeah. just and it's it's everywhere. I mean, like getting on the elevators, I see people everywhere mm -hmm. with the captain's badges mm -hmm. and like various uniforms. <clears throat> so it's just it, it's like a dream come true. Is this mm -hmm. your first sense. convention? Ever? This is my first real convention. I've done Fan Expo before, but mm -hmm. Fan Expo is everything. And mm -hmm. there's like maybe one or two Trek actors, and maybe there might mm -hmm. be like maybe three or four cosplayers. But mm -hmm. the fact that everybody here is a Trekkie, mm -hmm. it, it's it's an amazing thing. Yeah. I feel like that's okay. an intense experience for your first convention. It's also, yeah, walking into the like walking into the um what's it called? Like vendors area. Mm -hmm. was, the vendor room or the dealer room yeah yeah it was just it, it was amazing but it was definitely like, okay i was like even vlogging about where i'm like i gotta take a moment i need to process everything because i'm trying to figure out what do oh. i want to do do i want to go look at stuff i want to buy and then like mm -hmm. i knew that people would be doing autographs so i got that but like walking by and being like oh i want to go look at this com badge and then oh my gosh dominique keaton sitting there just hanging mm -hmm. out it's mm -hmm. like <laughs> it's the craziest thing and then um mm -hmm. How does he say his name, Adina? Because I know you don't like his last name, but Vic um, from Stra uh, uh, Yeah, Vic Mignona. 
Yeah. He pronounces it manana. Manana. Okay. So yeah. So I saw him walking around. I was oh, hoping man, to talk to him. Oh man, he's even there. This is no fair. Yeah. And and I was hoping to talk chat with him, but I was waiting to talk with him. But then some other guy was talking, and then he left. No, so I'm probably gonna see him tomorrow. But but it, like his walk, it's just it's like Captain Kirk. So that was cool. Um, but it's definitely overwhelming. Where I'm like trying to figure. Okay, I got to stay. Now I feel a little bit calmer. Where I can really think about what is my game plan going to be. Um, mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, like I want to get autographs, but they're expensive and I've, yes, they are. and I've been getting a bunch, like I've been like most of the ones I've been getting, I've been getting two, one for me and then one for my partner. Um, and then well, who I'm have like, you gotten? That's a good, why don't we go there? Yeah. Who, who have you gotten? Yeah. Yeah. So the, my favorite, I got Ricardo. I got a selfie with Ricardo and he was just uh -huh. really cool to talk to. Nice. Uh -huh. uh, I got Kim. He was really awesome. He gave me a fist bump because there was someone, there was a fan in front of me who was talking to him and she was trying to decide like what, what photo to get. And so he pulled out a photo. He's like, well, I have one with my phaser rifle and he's on a planet looking disheveled with a phaser rifle. I'm like, Oh, is that Memorial? And he's like, that's awesome. How did you know it was Memorial so quickly? <laughs> and then like when I spoke to him, when she left and I got his autograph, he gave me a fist bump. He's like, I appreciate you knowing Memorial. Hey, cool. and, I'm like, and I said to him, I'm nice. like, well, I've never thought anyone would be impressed by that. Um, so he was cool. And then I got, uh, got Garrick. Uh, he was really nice and chatted with him for a few minutes and then spoke uh, to Anthony Montgomery, who played Travis. I got his um, mm -hmm. and he seemed to appreciate that. I liked his look when he was evil Travis in the mirror universe where he had the red. Oh, yes. And mm -hmm. so we had a good chat and I was and I and I didn't. And it's one of those things where I was like, do I want to mention the fact that I like him, but I wish he got more. And so I thought, you know, what, I'm going to mention that because. He he talked about that at the convention because somebody asked him today at the panel, um, what was his least favorite scene in the series? He was there someone was asking everybody that and mm -hmm, everybody was going yeah. around saying their least favorite scene. And then Travis was like, not or not Travis, Anthony Montgomery was like, not so much a least favorite scene, but I just didn't get to do anything on the show. And I wish I got to do stuff. <laughs> so I chatted with him and was saying that I liked him on the show, but I wish he got more. And I said, you know, oh yeah. I, I loved love it. I loved that arc where we he went back to the freighter ship or whatever and is Yeah. That's that's some of my that, that's one of my favorite episodes or two episodes, yeah. however long they did that. And I was yeah. saying I would love it if he could come back if they did a reunion and like maybe um make it up to him and he said, No, I'd love that too, but there's just it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Chris, Which is kind of what I've been hearing from everybody. Huh. Chris, may I ask you a question? Yeah, do it. Um, you were at the Enterprise panel today. Yeah. Who was on stage and who talked the most? Okay, so it was I think you already know <laughs> I the answer. It. I love I know, so, the, I know the answer. I yeah, know the so answer. it was it was John Billingsley, Anthony, um, Connor Trenier, and Dominic Keaton. Okay. And I okay. felt like it was really I feel like now that I have seen them on Shuttle Pod. And I've seen Dominique and like talking with John and seeing how he uh -huh. is. It's kind of like if the four of them are on stage, it's going to usually turn into the John and the John, the John and Dom show. Yeah. John was like the most chatty and talked mm -hmm. the most, but then Dom was always there to try to like jump on a joke or to add something where mm -hmm. like there was a running gig where I guess at one point they had auditioned for the same part. Um, and then, so every time John would talk about a part that he was doing, Don would jump in and say, I also auditioned for that too. And then when he was talking about the Hollywood Food Coalition, Don was like, Yes, I also volunteer there. So it was just like a 
Already That's saved. fantastic. Was 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 John was John wearing a Dodger cap? Oh, you know what? I, L, was it a blue LA cap or not? He I often wears think... his Dodger cap. He's a good Dodger fan. I didn't see that. I know he was wearing a cap okay. and he had like a a green, like something about green energy, I think maybe mm-hmm. or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, there he, he we I was when I was there, um might have been not the last time, but the time before in 2018, they had the reunion of all the actors on Enterprise, except uh, T'Pol wasn't there. She she doesn't do the conventions at all. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I think she's uh, retired. And yes, and I will be honest. Everyone tried to talk, and John did all the talking. <laughs> yeah, so I'm <laughs> he just holding everybody. He cracks jokes. He is so entertaining. So I'm just looking at my pictures because I tried to sneak some pictures of the panel and I'm trying to see what kind of, you know what? what? I think I think it is the Dodgers cap. Ah, what a good boy. Like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now uh, let me go I, back I'm to, to uh, uh, who's the actress who played to Paul? Oh, Jolene. Jolene, Jolene Bla- Bla- okay. Blaylock. She's retired totally from <laughs> acting. I yes. So I heard that wow, from really? the shuttle pod. They said that, yeah, she retired from acting. Yeah, okay. she's a mom with like three kids, and oh, good for her. She's, and she and she's just she's just a mom now. She good for she's her. She's done. But though, was that remember uh, she was in uh, um, uh, Star Starship Troopers three? So if you want to watch another movie with her, there you go, uh, Brian Star. That's not um, happening anytime thought, okay. in this century. <laughs> That's an alternate reality thing that might that could happen, but not this yeah. one we're living in. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So let me ask. So what? Do you have any plans to be to do any of the special events? Yeah, I'm going? hoping to. I gotta which I ones? Keep remembering, I keep forgetting which ones are tonight. I don't know if there's anything tonight, but there's like a Robert Picardo dinner party thing that I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping to go to Tig Notaro is doing like a some kind of dinner and comedy thing. Oh yeah, she's doing a she's comedy funny. thing. Yeah, oh, I would love hysterical. to see her. She's hilarious. Yeah, I've watched her comedy special. Like she's got a comedy special, I think, on Netflix that I've watched. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I mean, a little, oh, a little, a little. Well, it's a little dark. It has nothing to do with Trek. Actually, I think it was um, filmed before she was on Trek. Nothing to do with Trek. Uh, she's one of the those comedians that really kind of delves in and makes fun of her personal life uh which is mm. pretty like um uh it's pretty Messed heavy <laughs> well no so she um is a cancer survivor and and she talks oh, a lot about that that's yeah so it's that. it's pretty um intense that's yeah, so intense okay so just looking there is the the karaoke party hosted by dominique and connor which i really wanted to go to i'm hoping yeah, i can yeah. go to but i don't know if the if i missed the registration because is the he, problem is, is the yeah. app keeps crashing and you have to keep reinstalling the app mm-hmm. to oh, find man. out the, the programming. Now, is, I know um, a lot of people it, have been really upset with it. Are you is taking... The, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, is the Enterprise Band produce, is performing? Dinner, oh, who, um, I'm not sure. They're great. That's the guy who played the Admiral that uh, died in the, um, oh, the, the Vulcan, uh, Vulcan arc. Yeah, um, he he's he's got it's like four members and they're all people who were on Enterprise and they're I've heard their music and it's very good. Yeah, so sometimes really good. they do that. Yeah. And then there's also um, I don't know if they if the, there's another band that produ- plays music. Uh, usually Friday nights, they have a, a concert on Friday nights, uh, oh, Star Trek cool. music. So you might want to check that out as well. Yeah. 
that yeah, really important see... Friday yeah. morning. Are you doing yoga with a Klingon? I, oh God, I'm <laughs> not doing that. I don't think <laughs> I, you could not keep me away from that. Like, you know, so Mary, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Oh, so I apologize uh, if I get this wrong. Chifo, who is Lorel from Discovery. So Klingon, she's holding a yoga class on Friday morning. I'll be darn. Like yeah. that's that's also my jam. I do yoga every week. I wonder how big See, a room that is if if they'll get a huge they turnout say or it's limited to fifty people oh, okay. and you must bring your own yoga mat. So it's 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 limited, which makes sense because you really you can't just have yeah, an arbitrary yeah. number of people. But yeah, I would have been first in line for that. Yeah, do you mean I want to do that more like, than anything else. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I'm not a yoga person, and I like your character, but I don't feel like like compared to like how I feel about seeing Robert Picard in real life, I don't mm -hmm. feel that way mm -hmm. about Mary Chivo, even though I like what she did and then yoga is just something that i've tried many times to get into but mm -hmm. um can't seem to do it so i i do yoga every sunday night uh more if i can i've been doing so even before the whole pandemic thing i got involved in this like online yoga thing which is great it's it's wonderful but but yeah i mean like just to be able to say like i i had a yoga class hosted by a klingon <laughs> I mean that is pretty cool. <laughs> if they had like a like a workout session like that, mm -hmm. then that would be my thing, because I do like that stuff. Is Michael Dorn there? I don't think I saw him. On the I list. didn't see him on the list. I don't think so. No. I'm. Is I'm there surprised. Any... Go ahead, Adina. There are a few. It looks like uh, I've got the celebrity list open, and I'm I'm surprised that there are several next generation key next generation people who are not there. Like it looks like Michael Dorn's not there. It looks like Will Wheaton is not there. It looks like. Um, LeVar Burton, I didn't see him on the list. Uh, they're yeah. all, they're they're all doing they're all doing Picard, aren't they? Or do they Spiner, Brent Spiner's not on the list. Yeah. Oh, that's too yeah, bad. I want to see, yeah. like, because I know Jonathan Frakes is supposed to be there, but I don't. He's I there. See what he's day on the list. He's there. Gates McFadden is on the list, and that's. It seems I saw like that's her today, it. but I didn't get her autograph because you, you, I needed... you might see them more on Saturday. Because oh. a lot of them, a lot of them do Saturday for yeah. the for the uh, vendors room for oh, signing. Wait. So it looks like um, Riker's going to be there on Friday. Okay. Because he's the one I really care about. And then I'll, I'll definitely get some fat in too. I'm hoping she'll still be there. Because mm -hmm. um, the problem is with Saturday is I screwed up with tickets. So Saturday was sold out. Because I oh, thought wow. you could just. Even general admission? Even general admission? Yeah, you know, I thought wow. like because everything's sold a lot quicker, and so I thought from like the past, it's like oh, you can just like go in and get tickets and no problem. But yeah. um, no, you it's like much better to order them ahead of time. Mm. So I'm gonna be missing out on Saturday, but I'm hoping I can at least still get Gates. But if I as long as I can get Jonathan Frakes, like that's my main one from TNG. He, he, yeah. And then of he's, course he's Fadden. Yeah, Jonathan's just, very nice. He's very very nice. I I met him at a small convention in Burbank once. Thanked him for his audio commentary for first contact, oh, and yeah. again, in, and then 2019 when I when I took my model of the Phoenix and he signed the bottom of it, and uh, he's very cool, really cool. nice guy. Yeah, yeah cool. that's what I've heard, and he seems like a fun guy. So I just really wanted mm -hmm. to meet him. Um, mm -hmm. And then the Enterprise crew is going to come back tomorrow. I think they're going to be here all weekend, so I'm hoping okay. to get Connor and uh, Dom tomorrow if I can. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. When 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 we went to a small convention in Burbank, my daughter Jenny walked up to him and said, "You guys are always in your blue underwear. What's with that?" Oh yeah, <laughs> the blue space pajamas. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's their thing. They're good guys.
So yeah, have, is there really is there any um like merchandise or paraphernalia or memorabilia you're you got your eye on or is it well, mostly so, the autographs? So the autographs, I thought I would actually want other stuff more than the autographs, but I've been walking around and like, there's a lot of really cool stuff, but I'm like, do I want it? Like there's so many choices. I'm like, what do I actually want to spend my money on? I feel like with the autographs, that's gonna be once in a lifetime. But mm -hmm. I got it in my head that what I really want, and I don't know, and I haven't been able to find this yet, is I want the Wrath of Khan, uh, Khan necklace that he has, that oh, he wears. Interesting. And I feel like that would be a really cool look that I could wear sometimes. Probably wear it around here. I don't know if I'd actually wear it in real life, but I decided <laughs> that I really, really want it, and I can't find it. And I'm hoping huh. maybe I'll come across something like it in the next few days. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, there's lots of action figures. There's tremendous amount of mm -hmm. of uh, Hallmark figurines for sale. Yeah. Um, there is models. There is, and then it is a Novo uh, at the event or not? A Novo. The I think the, the yeah they're, the they're, clothing they're, they're manufacturer. Cool. Go yeah, over and take a look at their stuff. They're really nice people. That's where I got my jacket from and my oh, yeah. uh, uh, NXO two NXO one hat. They're really neat. They've got always got new stuff that they're producing, not only for Star Wars and Star Trek, but for Star Wars and so on. So I would get over to see them as well. Yeah, I did see some of their stuff and they were pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking at some of the Eagle Moss stuff, but I can get that at mm -hmm. home. So that's not as critical. The right. one thing I'm disappointed about is there's no way for me, like that's what I can think of for me to get some of the um, the Star Trek alcohol. Which I think would be really cool. I don't even want to necessarily drink it. No, but like you order, the Romulan, no, you just you order that from them from Star uh, Trek wine. Can he do yeah, it but in Canada? They they don't ship to the uh, they don't yeah. ship outside of the U.S., which is annoying. Oh, so I'd have to get. Like, you got to move to uh, you got to move to Maine. You know, <laughs> so it's like one of those things where I'd have to FedEx it. The closest I could do is probably. Um, uh, why can can't I think of this city? That's Buffalo? like in yeah Buffalo. That's the city. Yeah. I could probably get it shipped to Buffalo. I'd have to go and pick it up there, but it's a lot of effort. And I'm like, I do I really want it? Because I want it, but I mostly want it so I can put it on my shelf, and then I can yeah, have that sure. in the background, light it up, and then have that be like. Nice. So if you're watching my videos, you can see. Oh, look, there's a there's the Romulan ale, and then if you yeah. see it, you can also do the thing yeah. that I say. It would be Romulan. You know, ale, you could you could Kant, just you could get the shape bottle. You could put yeah. some water in it. And some blue food coloring, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's is. any other like companies that would do that specific bottle. I'd have well, to see if I could find that. But out. But getting so there yeah. are bottle company. I mean, like there there are actually bottle companies. Like there's one um, that I used to use to to get bottles when I had my my retail store and stuff. Um, so there are bottle companies, and I'm sure you can get like a, I feel like the the bottle you should be able to get. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. Or something close enough, because it doesn't a, have to be. Right. It could just be anything kind of funky, any kind of funky. I'm it gonna find be, you a bottle. It, I'm on a mission. It would be <laughs> so hard for me not to crack that baby open and see what it tastes like, because that's how I was with action figures growing up. I had a ton of Star Trek action figures, and everybody, you know, my friends that cared about that stuff said don't open those things they could be worth a lot of money one day mm -hmm. you'll be an adult and you'll wish you just had them in the packaging and sure enough i right. i opened yeah. every single one had to play with them had to touch them yeah. no i did no Same i did thing. i you know i displayed them on shelves you know it wasn't like i was really playing with them in that sense but you know i i enjoyed touching them and seeing them and um now like that's that's my 
you know, when I win the lottery, I'm going to go around to flea markets and find unopened Star Trek Playmates action figures of the next gen in Deep Space Nine. And see. Oh, yeah, there are so many here. And there's like one yeah. thing I'm tempted to try where uh, like there's this guy and he has like 50 bags and it's just like mystery items. Oh, yes. Saw, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, is he usually there every year? Yes, he is. Yes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm debating like, do I want to like, do I, maybe I should just go for it, risk it and then do a video where i'm like opening stuff up oh, that and, might be cool how yeah. much how yeah, much are we talking how much it's are we talking bucks, which i'm already okay. i've been spending a lot and i've been kind of <laughs> it's one of those things where i want to be responsible but i'm also like you know what i have the money i'm here at the convention once in a lifetime i don't know how many of these i'm going to do i'd like to do them all but right, it's all about right. vacation time yeah. um so i'm like do i just do i just go for it hmm. that I also could be an make interesting sure video enough. yeah, yeah. But I do want to make sure I have enough for the some of the other actors to do. Oh sure, they yeah. also get they also charge for selfies. So I was like, I'm yes, just going to pay do. the money. So I got so I got a selfie with the doctor and then a selfie with Kim, which was great. I think I maybe said that already, but um, yeah. yeah. So when I'm when I'm getting the autograph, you have got to factor in the. So the that's how cost. that's how how and Steve, you might know this too. Adina, you might know this yep. too. As a matter of fact, but that is I'm assuming that mu- that is one way those actors are getting paid to be there. <laughs> Is yep. I would assume they get all that money from the photographs and the autographs. I don't know if they there's, get all of it because they no. have handlers and there's other. Oh yeah, things. they have okay. handlers. But you know, but yeah, that is and, one way that they they are making money doing this. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because like when I met Jonathan, it was seventy five dollars to get him to autograph it and to get a selfie done. Yeah. So you know, and then seventy five right for him, both or seventy five no, a piece. Seventy five for both. Seventy five okay. for both. Okay. Yeah. So it's, but it's again, um, it, the price has gone up exponentially sure. from sure. when I first, the first time I went in 2004, <laughs> it was a whole lot cheaper to right. go. Right. The very first Star Trek convention, Kirk and Spock were charging a buck 50 for an autograph in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. during the heyday, of, like my own personal heyday of going to conventions, which are also generally creation conventions in mm-hmm. New York City, I don't have many autographs from that era because i was really broke i mean affording the ticket i was a high school student mostly you know so affording the ticket itself was enough um so i i saw you know deforest kelly i, I saw a whole bunch mm. of people and i do not have their autograph i i regret it now um, i regret right, not especially yeah. deforest kelly i regret not having his autograph mm-hmm. but um but yeah that would have been cool yeah yeah so yeah, you can we... mm-hmm. Go I, was, I was just gonna say steve that that so I'm trying to get a picture, okay, for those of us living vicariously through Chris and, and Stephen. And I'm, apparently, I'm the only – you guys are much more nerdier than me. You've been to conventions now, okay? Um, but uh, I'm just trying to paint a picture here. So uh, when you're walking around and these, the actors, the people, you know, whoever's signing autographs, taking pictures, mm-hmm. whatever, I mean, how close do, can you get without – having to get an autograph like are you able to oh. actually see people and yeah you're are you yeah, allowed so, to even snap a picture in those rooms or, ooh, or I don't know if you're yeah to snap usually a they don't want you know usually they don't want you to do that so they yeah. actually had a good conversation when i went to shore leave a couple months ago i talked to the guy who's in charge of press for the you know for the convention thinking that next year maybe we figure out how the big sci-fi co- podcast mm-hmm. yes, and he was talking it. about that whole thing with um pictures and stuff so there's an expectation if you're in the big room or the big hallway where they're like all kind of lined up. So getting kind of like a big global picture of the whole thing, 
that's that's okay and everyone understand that that's going to happen but trying to get and kind of like take pictures of individual celebrities that is frowned upon and the security there will generally um you know, keep Escort you away you. okay yeah now yeah. there and, and tell you to stop now there are certain celebrities uh on a case-by-case basis who are like yeah cool whatever just you know take photograph me i think yeah. john billingsley was like one of those guys and he was like perfectly happy to have anyone take his picture i, I think i think i don't I, I remember him being a little bit more open than some of the other folks some of the other folks were really um well you think about, about it. it you think about um, it too for 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 some of the actors perhaps more than others this is really their main gig um yeah. in way of making money either because mm -hmm. acting jobs are not coming their way since star trek or you know typecasting which unfortunately happens in trek um uh but or they you know well, it's a good gig another, if they're traveling around right okay. so i think yeah, another you... issue though because uh, you know when i saw gates mcfadden talk at, at shore leave um during there was very interesting she at some point uh, was asked some questions about acting and while she had been standing she had been sitting with a microphone to she actually gave up and, and gave a demonstration of mm -hmm. some acting stuff kind of like how she would have taught a class or whatever mm -hmm. and when she did that and kind of approached the the end of the other front of the stage um, people were trying to take close-ups of her and, and she actually she's like no no this is not this is not for that. She was very strict. And I wonder, I wonder if some of that also has to do with how they're like seen. And if they're mm -hmm. going to be out there, they really want, they want to have control of what's out there about them, which I, I understand. And it reminded me of when the original Star Trek blooper reels got out, Leonard Nimoy was incredibly upset about that. I didn't hear and about that. That's I think it was also, I think the reason was also something like, hey, look, that's like, no, no. Like kind of like we didn't have a say in that. That's not what I signed up to do. So no, people shouldn't mm -hmm. be seeing like that. Oh, um, yeah. And I don't, I don't, like that. I think, I think more power to the actors, anybody mm -hmm. that's there trying to earn a buck and, and have fun while doing so. Mm -hmm. More power to them if they can get 75 bucks, 100, 150 bucks for an autograph and a photo. More power to them, go for it. Yeah, I you know, so. I mean, can people I, are either going to pay for it or not. And can I can I interject? Yeah, yeah, do it. I, 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 sh I should have been arrested a number of times because <laughs> I, 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 I took my digital Nikon camera, so it's a camera, it's not your phone. Mm -hmm. I took my camera and I would snap people from a distance all the time in the vendor's room and no one ever said boo to me once um, about it um and i've got a wonderful picture of nicole mm -hmm. uh sitting up there she just turned and she smiled and i took her photo yeah nicole, no one said boo to me so can, uh, 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 uh so what's Nichelle, that Nichelle. Yeah. it could also Nichelle, be the me, distance it nicole could also be Bauer. the distance involved yes too. no i always i always would be at a distance and yeah. i would use the zoom and I'd zoom in on them and it would yeah. be very nonchalant, but no one ever, you know, no one ever stopped yeah, me. Yeah, different. It seems like that. different people are, are, yeah. feel, have yeah, different feelings about that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So there it just seemed like, um, it's just like a lot of the vendors. So there's like a pretty wide, uh, hallway, like pretty wide walkway that you can walk around in the room. Yeah. And then, so if you want to take, if you want to do a, like a selfie or get an autograph, then you have to stand very close in line. There's a very specific line, but you're able to walk mm -hmm. through and see the celebrities. Like I had okay. like a bit of a moment where I was walking by and then I was like, oh, Robin Curtis is here. 
I didn't know oh, she was going to be here. Cool. So I'm like debating, like, do Savick. I want to get her autograph? Because I liked, mm-hmm. I love, I love both of the Savics, but I liked her calm, cool, like yeah, I'm mm-hmm. fully in control of my emotions, Savic, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, like Swiss Swiss Box Savic, as opposed to I'm really starky and I'm going to be quite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I can't think of the word. Yeah. But I liked, but I liked both of them. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's like. I- I really like and this is one of the reasons why I really like the the small conventions better. Yes. Because you can have like extended conversations with people sometimes. Yes. And it's really like so I talked to uh Garrett Wong and Tim Russ for like a while here in Frederick, um, mm-hmm. the summer before the pandemic. It, I think I've mentioned this before. It was my birthday. And I, I don't know. And we were just ha- there were not a lot of people there. Yeah. So because mm-hmm. it's like the middle of nowhere, no one knows mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on here. Yeah. And so there was just time and they were there and we there was like uh, i feel like I, there was like a group conversation going on and it was wonderful they were well really yeah well nice. he was really nice and he had a really lengthy conversation mm-hmm. with the person in front of me and like we we chatted for quite a while i think it could have gone on longer mm-hmm. i'm just like very much like worried about i want to go in i want to say like you know how much i appreciate them make some good conversation but leave quickly so i'm mm-hmm. not outstanding my welcome but i feel like yeah. he was yeah just very yeah. friendly um and Gar- yeah Gar- a lot yeah, yeah, Garrett Wong. Mm-hmm. He was super friendly. Yeah, so well, we're up there on my wall, and it says to Adina, it says something about happy birthday, and because it was my birthday that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah but they, make, they're really cool. Yeah, and it's different conventions. Like you know, there was one convention we went to, and with my daughter Jenny, and the actor who played Spike on Buffy was there. Oh, I and, love him. Okay. And and I will be honest, I you know I thought okay, well he's just going to sign autographs and you move down. Every single person that walked up to him, he gave them total attention. And my daughter, Jenny, she just loved him. So she was literally vibrating in line the whole ways, waiting up to meet him. And when she did, he was as gracious and as kind. One girl came up. She had an, bought her guitar because he played the guitar. He played the, her guitar and then autographed it. You know, so they do give you a lot of time. And um, many years ago at a very small convention in um, in the Universal Studio, that's where I met John Billingsley. And John and I spoke for like 20 minutes and he was just he wanted to talk about everything, yeah, anything and not just about Star Trek. He wanted to talk about acting and writing and the business of being an actor and he just, you know, and, and I find that whenever you go to these conventions, they really would like to chat with you about life, the universe and everything. And not just about, you know, well, uh, okay. So your character on the show, well, blah, blah, blah. No, they really want to talk about life. They're really, Mm -hmm. really wonderful down to earth people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been finding. It's like, yeah. Talking Mm -hmm. to him on the podcast, he was uh, just super friendly and just like excited and, seem to just yeah. want to chat and make like really crass jokes which i love i'm like mm-hmm. it's okay get my head around like this is dr flocks um <laughs> and just the other actors and by the by the way the podcast chris is talking about is the trucking with the fam yes podcast right. from the website they had john billingsley on and we're gonna have john billingsley on too yep very soon he's so we're gonna it. so do we have to so i think we should give everyone a warning like hey maybe this is not an episode you should listen to with your kids in the car <laughs> when that one comes out so just listeners be be ready for that right yeah it's gonna be fun though it's gonna be oh fun. Yeah. it'll be fun yeah yeah, yeah. but they, no, chris has all got like... his hand in so many things guys he's just he's <laughs> everywhere but this is the goal is to do this full time all nice. the way because i do love it. it like this do is it. like this is yep. like heaven 
able to do yeah. this yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been to, gosh, Star Trek conventions. I've been to at least five of them in Vegas, all there in Vegas. Wow. And everyone, but I, I would only go for one day. I would just go for the Saturday. That's go all I ever Saturday, did. Yeah. And because I, I got overload, you know, I get there and it's overload. It's too much. And my lovely wife, Elaine, would come with me and she stayed and she'd go to the spa at the, at the <laughs> hotel that we were staying at. And I would get be able to go there and wear my, uh, my Archer flight jacket and my NX01 hat. And it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's so much fun. But, you know, every time we've gone and, and there was one time we went with my daughter, Jenny, and she met Simon Pegg. Oh, cool. And to That's her, really it was awesome. like, she she wore her red TOS uniform mm-hmm. and he looked at her and he said, he goes, red uniform, that's what I wear. And she just literally melted. <laughs> 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 and and one time we went and my friend took uh, I went with my friend Ross and his son Michael and we met Will Michael went in for a private re, uh, signing with uh, William Shatner. Oh, that's and he came out and he said Shatner was just so nice to him mm. and so caring and so understanding that they chatted. And he just, for the rest of the day, he was literally floating. Mm. Just, you know, that's cool. what yeah. you get there. That's what makes the convention so great. Yeah, that's really our feeling. Is. This is oh, not going to go mm-hmm. away. This feeling will be there, for, I think, for a very mm-hmm. long time. It's like mm-hmm. you were saying. Now, you know, go ahead, Adina. Oh, I was going to say, you know, that's also, you know, you mentioned uh, Simon Pegg. I feel like that's also who's missing is not yeah. not necessarily Simon Pegg, but anyone from the Kelvin universe track. I don't see really? anyone. The... So I get the yeah. feeling and I wonder, like, do they usually show up? Because I don't know. In my head, like, because if you look at Chris Pine, you get Zoe Saldana. It's like those mm-hmm. two, like the 90, I would say like a majority of the Kelvin actors are, mm-hmm. are much bigger than like the regular classic right. actors. So they're sure. probably they're already established be as, actors. Already yeah. Established. And they already have like other franchises that they're really well known for. Okay. But I feel like some of them, like, and Simon Pegg's a great example. I feel like this would be his jam. Like, I feel like, I and think, I've yeah, said Simon... this phrase, someone's jam. I've said that like a thousand times yeah. tonight. Um, that's okay. I don't know why. That's my but I think that today. makes sense well, because like, I feel like he would, like, even though Simon Pegg is a big like Hollywood actor, I'm sure he would enjoy these kinds of conventions. Yeah. He seems he's... to be that kind of guy. Yeah. He did. He was. He was for my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Could just be a yeah, scheduling but... conflict too. I mean, you know, that's always a possibility. Filming another film do it on another project. Um, so, I've only seen Bacula either once or twice. That's it. He's still very um, active. And I mean, he's on NCIS. I mean, he's. Yeah, yeah. He, he never yeah. slowed down, I don't think, after the. But here, here's right. another thought as to why maybe you're not seeing as many people. And I'm sorry to say, but, you know, the last convention I went to was 2009. Then 2020 got canceled. Mm-hmm. And then 2021, well, my wife and I were in Hawaii for our 40th wedding anniversary at the same time. Like right now, why? We, I wasn't there. But after 2020, that's when they moved it to Chicago and it lost its Star Trek name. Yeah, I heard was, that Chicago was kind of bum. People weren't as exactly as, as excited about the Chicago one. Well, but- so calling this the 56 year convention is only a tie-in to when the series first aired in 1966. But it's lost. You don't see Star Trek anywhere. And so I don't know if that's hmm. that's caused an effect in why certain people know. are there or not. There's, I don't know. It says 
well, 132 guests, all that, that includes like the science guests and the people. But if I'm going, you know, looking at the headliners, they've got Shatner, George mm-hmm. Decay, Walter Koenig, mm-hmm. Kate Mulgrew, Jerry Ryan, Sonika Martin-Green, Doug Jones, Tignatara, Ron Perlman, um, Anson Mount, Rebecca Ramajan, Ethan Peck. I mean, like they have like a ton of, like they still have yeah. a ton of people. Yeah. So, and Quinto was supposed to go, but I think he had to like there, cancel at the last minute oh, or something. Yeah, it says, let's see. Check yeah. here for guest cancellations and updates. So yeah, of course I'm 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 hanging out on the website. Okay, Zachary Quinto was on. Okay, fine. So there is a <laughs> fine. But even <laughs> he's a bit different because I feel like is low, like although I think Zachary Quinto is like a great actor and he was great as Spock, I don't think he has the same um uh what what am I what's the word I'm trying to think of? Because like the same like name like the same kind of brand not brand name star power where you get like chris pine and you get zoe um Saldan and she's like massive in the mcu she has avatar star trek whereas i think zachary really only had outside of trek was heroes and then yep. so he doesn't i don't think that he has the same true. star power as so he's, he's, he's able done to more play production yeah. he likes to do yeah. play productions i yeah. understand he's been yeah. in he's been in i've seen him here and there in other films but they're real tends to be real serious you know mm-hmm. um i mean he's a serious actor yeah, yeah. like he was in um, um hitman like agent 47 in 2015 mm-hmm. he played the bad guy in that and that was well, i just of... i just think too like i think Con- conventions are some I, I mean i think did adina say this already but someone's mm-hmm. jam you know i mean I, it's it's like my it's phrase so, today it's okay that mm-hmm. some some of the actors and people behind the scenes love conventions and some are either busy doing other stuff and just you know ha- mm-hmm. aren't quite there yet they might get to the point like quinto might get to the point where he he's falls in love with the conventions and mm-hmm. i you know i think people would you know that are Spock fans that loved his portrayal. I think he'd he'd have some long lines of people. Yeah, I think so. Because like I know mm-hmm. people were divisive around him, but it's like no, Spocky or Spock Zachary wasn't doing anything he wrong with the did role. Great, he was mm-hmm. just doing a different. Like he was playing Spock at a different time in his life, like yeah. what I call mm-hmm. angsty Spock. So the way he behaved uh-huh. and the way he like played the character, I think perfect. It was perfect and fit the wow. timeline. It was great. And it, so so I don't get why people were always so negative around it. Um, but yeah, I think they would they would be a huge line. I have mm-hmm. noticed that it's like, even though I think if you look at the message boards and you hear um, people talking about the shows, Lower Decks and Bacart aren't like the most popular of the new Trek, like just generally. But it seemed, but like being at the convention, there's a lot of Lower Deck fans, which I appreciate. Mm. And I interviewed someone who was cosplaying as Seven from Bacart season two which I thought was really cool. Nice. So it's just nice to see love for the shows that often get mm-hmm. criticized. If you look at the message boards and you look at um, just general, like if you look at Twitter, yeah, yeah you get a lot of negativity. No, no, <laughs> I don't look, no, I don't look no, at the no, negative no, stuff. That's no. actually really smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look at Twitter. I just, I, I just scroll past the negative stuff. So I just fun. don't see it. Everybody chill out and yeah. have fun. Take yeah. a chill pill. Exactly. And Lower so, Deck well, Season 3 be like, be like Stephen and out. Be like Stephen and kick back in his Hawaiian shirt and the Mai Tai and just chill. Just relax. No, and that's the, that's the thing is it's, <laughs> it becomes very territorial sometimes. You, uh, like, you know, I was there for 2018 and the Discovery fans were like, you can't say a word 
negative mm. about discovery. Oh. How dare you? You know, so people get very territorial about their particular series that they like. And if you if you <laughs> it's it's like, you know, it's like working at a large company and realizing uh, relatives work there when you start bad mouthing that other guy and work in shipping. Uh, oh, that's right. That's my cousin. You know, it's you, you have to be you have to be careful because they're very, very, very proud of their particular series and they will support it without without question. And then they will trash the one you like without what? question as well. Yeah, and then really what too bad. I've had the opposite where I've had people. There was I can't remember what it was, but I feel like I've had conversations where someone's like, "Oh, well, I don't like that series that you like. Are you in like? Does that bother you?" And I always make the joke where I'm like, "Well, I like that series, but I don't own the series. I didn't create it, so it's fine no. if you don't like it. Like it's it's okay. Yeah, we can like what we like it, but of course, when you find someone that likes what you mm -hmm. like, it's even better. Mm -hmm. Um, but this year it hasn't. I haven't encountered anyone who's like super defensive about one series yeah. and good, saying good. you can't say anything negative about it because I think good. we're kind of. I hope we're understanding mm -hmm. that you know what everything has great qualities. Everything has some negative stuff to it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Used, to be, used to be Ready? used to be that you know we we poked fun of our own shows. Yeah, you know, I mean, original next gen. Come on, there's all you know. There's mm -hmm. every single show that's ever been created mm -hmm. ever in the history of television. There's stuff you can poke fun at. It, oh yeah, oh and I do all the, the most diehard fans can giggle at and say yeah, that's kind of funny you know even even if you yeah. want to be taken seriously mm -hmm. um oh i do so, that all the time so let me like, let yeah. me ask you this chris okay yeah for sure what is the most fantastic cosplay costume you've seen who, who has so nailed so far so far so did you, and did you take photographs because they love people in cosplay love oh, you chris yeah so i was I was able to, so I actually met this one woman. I was able to interview her, took some photos of her. Oh, cool. And I loved her cosplay where it was like Star Trek original series, um, Uhura's costume, but combined with Wonder Woman. And to oh. me, it was like such a really unique huh. combination. And that took me by surprise. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I got to interview her. Oh, was I she thought, like, was she paying homage to, is that something she has been doing for a while? Or is that in the Wonder Woman in correlation to the fact that she passed paying her homage for all I the great things. I don't she... think it was homage. I think it's just like she, like her name is Athena. So she was saying that she just always Ooh. kind of gravitates towards that stuff, but she loves cool. doing combination stuff where she'll do like oh, okay. Star Trek and X-Men combination. So it's um, kind of her jam is what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's her thing. <laughs> or as I would say, Adina likes to say that's her jam. I would say that's her shtick. So it's okay. like, hey, that's yeah, what I, I used to say. Yeah. See, I, I got that. Yeah, I love saying it, but I, I do say shtick a lot. So I feel like don't apologize for saying that's my jam a lot. No, no problem. But um, so, yeah, I got to interview her. Then there was one cosplay, which I love because and this is this is a weird thing to say where it's like not that he didn't put effort into it, but he did this thing where he now cosplays. He cosplays in cardboard. So he basically got like a cardboard. He painted a cardboard cutout of of Khan from Wrath of Khan and put that over his head. And I'm like, so I had to interview him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's just like in his whole kind of his philosophy is you can still cosplay without having to like be too crazy and get really into it. Um, so I like that. Wait, and then, what was the car? Uh, wait, explain the cardboard. Con. I'll have to. I took pictures and I've like I've interviewed him too. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna post those videos hopefully tonight. Um, but he basically like had like a, like cardboard like a cylinder piece of cardboard with like Con's head, and then he had 
cardboard over his body with like the chest and all that stuff. <laughs> And it was just, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was a really unique costume. He, he, um, he got it. He got it done at Office Depot, I guess, right? Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> or he maybe painted it himself. I saw. I, I saw an Odo, and he did a really good Odo impression. Really? I wish I could have interviewed him. And mm-hmm. um, then there was, then there was a kid who was like carrying this backpack for his mom, but it wasn't, or not a backpack, but it was a prop. And basically, like part of her cosplay is that she. Um, did a homemade version of the I don't even know what you call it, but there's this prop in a lot of Trek where it's just uh like a gray box with like two uh cylindrical red lights and there's like mm-hmm. wavy lines and they often appear in like science labs on the show. And so he had that on his back, and that was like I like went up to him I'm like, Oh, that's like really cool. I love that idea. And he said, Oh, it's actually my mom's, so I'm just holding it for her. <laughs> Just making me i don't even want to yeah as, but a, it was just... as a low effort cosplayer i appreciate yes. the low effort yeah. cosplay yeah i think it's great because like i love the idea of cosplay but it's like i don't know if i have the energy to do to go all in i don't know um, I, I definitely i mean if someone says adina we want to like dress you up and and here we all you have to do is just kind of be a good sport about it uh, then mm-hmm. i'm in that, that's fine but to actually do that myself so i've got three cosplay costumes that i i do for Halloween or costumes, one is I just bring my towel and I'm just a hoopy fruit who goes around with her towel. (laughs) Two, and I did this, I actually um, did this to work for Halloween a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. I got a a rhinestone that was about half of an inch diameter and I put Mm -hmm. it in the middle of the palm of my hand. It was a clear rhinestone. And I told Mm -hmm. people that I'd found sanctuary. (laughs) Mm. Logan's run. Logan's run. And then the okay. third one is the cosplay that I'm doing right now. I have my human makeup on. You see, that's oh, I like that <laughs> one. That's the third one I always do. I'd always go to like Halloween parties and regular clothing. And then if someone would say like, "What's your costume?" I'd be like, "I'm a wizard posing as a muggle." Yeah, there you go. Oh, very, good. very good. That's good. Yes. That's good. If no, I no take hassle. this off, you know, then uh... I've got my robes. But <laughs> yeah. I would like to like my, the two cosplay I would like to do. Like one I've always wanted to do is punk, punk on a bus. Uh, mm-hmm. because I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. now, now I will now I have to do Baccarat Wharf. Like mm-hmm. that has to happen. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. So, that would be good. Next year, right. so, so so one year, uh, 2018, I wore my uh Anovo Archer flight suit jacket and my NX01 hat, but I had a badge made that said Commander Scott Kelly. And so people ask, well, you know, says I'm I'm as if Scott Kelly, the astronaut, went to the future and he was part of Star Trek. And I said, right, that's really yeah. good. And the guy looked at my, my jacket and he said, you've got four pips. I said, yeah. He goes, commanders have three pips. You have to take that off right now. I went, okay. <laughs> so uh, I did. did well, really? no, in the future, Scott Kelly got promoted. Yeah, right. Because I and 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 I again, he 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 would he should go. He should. I want somebody to go to a Star Trek convention as William Shatner from Saturday Night Live, yelling at everybody, "Get a life, get a life." See how well that goes. I definitely like. They might get escorted out. There's enough people who would not get the joke. Yeah, I get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I would never be like I, it didn't bother me this time because like I'm much I'm more mature. Shut down now. my joke, Adina. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I, I could do sorry. that for you next year. I could do Are that. Um, but like, so now I'm now that I'm more mature, I'm like, I'm not annoyed when I see someone with cosplay and they don't like things aren't quite lined up. But there was mm-hmm. one time with my grandmother, we went to Roy Thompson Hall in Toronto and Robert Picardo and John Delancey were hosting a Star Trek night, like a music night. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of cosplay. And so I would, we, we were walking through the theater I was like whispering to my grandma, I was trying to do this quietly, but I kept talking smack about like certain costumes where I'm like, oh, no. that person oh, has like, yeah. it's like, you've got the, you've got this uniform, but you don't have the right era communicator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was, and it was annoying me, but my grandma was having a good time because she's like, yeah. you gotta, don't worry about it. It's all yeah, fake. Yeah, you were that, you were yeah. that, that person. Don't be that person. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. right. Well, was there fun. was one time. We were in it. I don't make no apologies, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I have yeah, we were one, one small And I didn't say this convention. to their face, just as a casual thing to my grandma. So they have no okay. idea. I wouldn't go up to them and, and say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, there was there was one little small convention. We were in Burbank, and my daughter, Jenny, wore her, her red TOS dress, but she didn't have any black boots. So she had her brown boots on. You know, they went up to a little below her knee, and she looked great. And everybody liked yeah. it until one guy walked up and said, "That's the wrong color boots." Yeah, see, that, like, that, why, why, can, why do that? You can think that in your head. That's fine, but you don't need to go up and say right. that to someone. They do, right. they do. And that's, that's the best. Yeah. And that those are the those are the people the downers, but they're a small community. I did right. get criticized, community. so I will say this: it was very strange. I got criticized, like maybe the second day I was here when I saw another trackie. She had like a Quark's bar shirt on, and so I went up to her. I was like, "Oh, you're here for the convention." And we were chatting for a little bit, and she's like, "Oh, you're here too. Oh, you're not wearing anything Star Trek. You need to change that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to sort that out." And I'm like, "I get it," but it's just like, "Okay, like, I'm going to try and get stuff at the convention." <laughs> not everybody, not everybody gets from dressed the 21st up. century. But I do like having this pin now because I did feel out of place, like not having anything to signify that, hey, I'm also a Trekkie. Um, so right. I got that sorted out. Well, if you get a forehead in a white tuxedo, everybody will know. Um, and so cigar. I was, and I was go smoking at the lounge. We went to change the After subject just... for a brief second to yeah. <laughs> do it. Chris is, um, is there's, uh, Myers here in the, uh, what, what is this? Eastern United States, the store Meyer, and mm-hmm. there's a new one build and there's another one new beam. But anyways, uh, we went, uh, back to school shopping and we were quite disappointed um, because all of the school bins were totally empty by the time we got there about 10 in the morning, they were empty and it was during the tax free. I don't know if they do that all over the country, but here in Ohio, they do a tax free weekend for okay. back to school shopping. And, oh, uh, so we're just, well, let's check it out. We haven't been in the store yet and we're walking through and we're looking through, they've got a fan. I'm a hat guy. And part of that is cause it's getting a little thin on the backside, mm. but, um, uh, so I'm always looking at hats, driving my wife crazy. You, you've got 10 hats, you don't, you know, so, so we get to the shirt and they've got the, you know, the shirts that have all sorts, you know, there's always the stores that have like the, um, old rock, you know, 70s rock band shirts, you know, they actually had a fantastic Star Trek shirt. I can't find Star Trek shirts in any store in Northeast Ohio like that. You, I mean, you mm-hmm. plenty of places to order them online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to see if I can sneak this into the cart. But my wife is too wise and too smart. 
and I had two loudmouth kids with me who said, Dad tried to put a Star Trek shirt in, so I had to put it back. Oh, no. I, I would, I would, Sorry, uh, buddy. my, my ambition in life uh, as a Star Trek fan is, is to start a collection of Star Trek shirts. I think you um, should do it. I, I want to be ready for my first convention. I want to, I've got to be ready. I pause. Okay. I just pause my to... Amazon like Trek shirt of the month because I, I have too many at this point. I've been part of that for like two years and I have oh, way boy. more than I, I mean, I'm wearing one now. It's a this is actually the one that came most recently. It's just Star Trek, the original series. And it's purple. I like that's purple. Mm -hmm. nice. But yeah, I had to pause it because I have too many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I Chris. Say... Go ahead, Chris. OK, two things. One about the bulk, the, the losing the hair comment. Mm -hmm. I, Brian, I think you have the right build and you've got the beard that you could totally mm -hmm. rock bald. So I don't think you should be afraid of it. Embrace it. I, I'm going to as soon as I mean, I still have enough. It's not crazy. And I do the spike. Oh, okay. I do the spike. So it hides it a little yeah, bit, you know, spikes, which is pretty but cool. but I'm definitely I'm 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 going Chris Fox when the time comes when it's yeah. just ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to bite the bullet and just go for it and be a hat guy, too, when I don't, you know, when yeah, I don't. I, and then I, you're I, you're all like set up to be cosplay of Captain Picard in civilian clothing for the day. Yeah. Right. I'm well, off see, duty. I'm, I'm Captain Picard do, off duty. See, I'm trying to do my best. Um, why can't I think of his name? Robert April. Yes, oh, the new uh, Robert yeah, April. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that too. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to say, not related to tracks, but like talking about random stores, I had the, I was so excited about this for no reason. But I finally had my first CVS experience because I've heard about CVS oh, yes. for so long. So I finally had so, my first so, CVS experience in, in Las in. Vegas. In Las yeah. Vegas, it was okay. great. The lady right was on there. the strip, probably nice. too. Yeah, right on the strip. And, I know exactly and how where long you're was your receipt. Yeah, it's right by the receipt? pyramid one. Yep. Okay. Okay. But how long was your receipt? Was it four feet long, five feet long? Because that's the joke about CVS. So when you get a receipt, you get like you buy three things and the receipt's like two feet long oh, with all the I coupons. And everything. It seemed to be yeah. a normal size. I just bought. Some, oh, OK, OK. Like I bought some shaving cream and some razor. So it seemed to be OK. You um, want to look so, good. Yeah, exactly. I want to make sure yeah, that I look yeah. good for the convention. Yeah, exactly. Chris, very important question here. Yeah. OK. Have you eaten any great food? Okay, so I've eaten. Or are or uh, are you going are you ramen a buffet noodles? man? Are you uh. a buffet man? So I got to try. I should. I don't want to say I got to try it, but like I had the my first morning here. I got to experience the. I don't know what the buffet is called, but whatever the buffet is from the Bellagio, and mm -hmm. I, I think the food itself. Like I don't know if it was the best quality food, but I was in heaven because I was able to have like my first plate was pizza. Pancakes, <laughs> bacon, hash browns, and uh, I think like sesame chicken and some noodles. Nice. And so I was like, if I can do all this at once, <laughs> right? Was amazing. <laughs> so that was my first meal. And the mm -hmm. second big thing that I had that was incredible was cotton candy fudge. And I oh. love cotton candy. I love cotton candy ice cream. I'm obsessed with it. So when mm -hmm. I stumbled across this fudge place that had cotton candy fudge, I was like, I've got to buy it. It was amazing. Huh. And then good. last night I went up with a bunch of, um, people from the Trek family group and we went to the Chicago style uh, pizza place mm. and I had my first experience with thick crust pizza deep, or yeah, oh, deep, deep dish. Yes. Deep dish. and it was amazing but it was so big yeah. I didn't finish it and now mm. I'm like am I actually able to finish this because I still want to go out with people and have dinner 
but they also have like a, a pretty large pizza that I could just can, like I could have that for dinner. Right. So I got to mm-hmm. sort that out. But yeah, the you food know, here has been amazing. Yeah. Good. I'm and glad. I still have I'm to glad. try In and Out. That's on my list. Jordano's on the East Coast has fantastic Chicago deep mm-hmm. dish pizza. I mean, it's mm-hmm. absolutely and in oh one maybe piece, that's what it is. One piece, maybe two pieces, if you really can put it down, fill yeah. it up. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. I I thought that oh yeah, medium. I was thinking medium pizza, no problem. But no, that was the wrong call. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I should have no, gotten it's, small, it's or I should have split it with someone because it's mm-hmm. it's going to take me a while to eat it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> but hey, but one last options one, here are good. One question, Chris. Um, have you looked at the technical panels? Are there any that you caught your eye that you want to uh, sit in on? Oh. I know that you know a lot of times. Usually, some of them are on Friday, on the Saturday, and that's when you'll see Denise and and Michael Kuda uh, host those or be part of those. But those are always very interesting. They they yeah, get let me see because that would be cool. But I I need to go back and look and see which ones I want to do. Yeah, they're they're always. I, I like those. I like those. Um, they're very interesting. Very very interesting. One day, I just I just one of the things I do on a regular basis as a pastor and as a church planner is I cast vision. I I'm always I'm a vision guy. Okay, mm-hmm. um, I'm good at starting things and dreaming and helping bring other people into that vision, um, and hopefully other people who can help sustain that, you know, who have the administrative skills and organization, everything that I, that I don't have to bring. So I love doing that. But one of the things, wouldn't it be cool? I'm going to, I'm going to vision cast for the big sci-fi podcast. Yeah, do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're trying to get to long Island in May. Uh, If things fall into place, keep our fingers crossed through Adina's connections. We're going to see if that works out for, all, hopefully all of us, maybe three of us at least, to get there. Um, and one day in the future, ladies and gentlemen, what if the Big Sci-Fi Podcast gets a table at the Las Vegas Star Trek convention? I say yes. We get to we get to hang out, and you, you guys that would be there would come say us, say hey, and hang out with us too, and. We're gonna be we're gonna be one of those people. Like the more people that can want to hang out with us, the better, you know. Um, uh, that yeah. would be that I would think we, that we, would be that, the major leagues, the major leagues. Yeah, that would be the dream. I'm hoping. I believe I mean, it's possible. I mean, I'll say this: like, obviously, if you exactly, and so yeah, I think that's a real possibility for sure. Yeah. I mean, that'd Why be incredible, not? though. We could. We one could of the one of the thing here's something I'm finding from the people in my life who I know are listening to our podcast on a regular schedule on a regular basis. Okay. Is I, I, what I find interesting about our particular podcast is that um, it seems like the people listening to it are engaging in what we're talking about and are examining how they feel about what we're talking about. Like I just had a conversation with someone today about Picard and you know, they hated Picard. They listened to our podcast. Oh, maybe I'll give it another shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty, cr- that's pretty cool, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. And so I love that about our format and about the banter that the four of us have back and mm-hmm. forth is we have times where we have varying different opinions of a particular show or movie or subject. Um, but it's getting people to talk about sci-fi, talk about Star Trek, mm-hmm. talk about what they're passionate about. And we talk about 
other stuff too as we mm-hmm. talk about this stuff yeah yeah and so i feel like like that is a real aim for me in what i do as a profession as a pastor but also mm-hmm. i think a good podcast a good f- show a good talk show it's not just what happens during that hour as mm-hmm. people are watching it's what's really dynamic is how it causes people to engage with that subject matter when they're not mm-hmm. listening to your podcast and they're talking mm-hmm. about it yeah. somewhere else and that's the mm-hmm. power of track that's what we love about track right mm-hmm. that's why you can walk through the hallways and people are just how oh, did you guys what's what's your favorite episode what's your favorite you know and yep. you just have fun and engaging that's the power yeah. of it not even it's powerful what we watch when we're watching it and what we're experiencing and enjoying or not enjoying in some cases, but we still watch it. And what's really powerful is what happens when the TV's off, when the podcast is off. Right. That's what's really powerful. So. Yeah. I I do hope that we make that impression upon people and that we, you know, engage in conversation and we get people and, Again, you know, our, our just recently aired part two of The Worst Five was absolutely <laughs> wonderful. I, my wife and I were listening to it in the car, driving through Hawaii, listening to it. And my wife's going, yes, 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 yes. I, I, she's, it got her chatting about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm trying to listen to the podcast. And she's going on <laughs> about it. So it's, it's, if, 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 if that's what's happened, if that's what we've accomplished, and yeah. we've brought some happiness and joy to fans, then that, we've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. We, we recently did this similar thing. We were listening to the the favorites episode on the way up to New York, and then the worst episodes on the way back. And <laughs> my husband was like, "Then you know, yeah, he'd be saying stuff, so I would just hit the pause button, <laughs> so we yeah. could talk for a minute, <laughs> and and then you know, and pause. So pause and unpause. Yeah. yeah. So it it's 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 has that effect, and we hope, and I do hope, who is listening right now. That we do appreciate your listening yes. and Absolutely. Uh, yes, definitely. offering thoughts, even if even if you don't share them directly with us, if you share them with somebody else, we've caused it yeah. to be an engagement. But you know, and that's people's good. time is precious, and the fact that you're yeah. taking precious time to listen to us is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Uh, well, have we? Uh, I know there's. I know that you, Chris, you could you know detail every minute of your so- day. And from minute, minute one, from so uh, I woke but up. He still in the got morning. several days left. So you want me to do that? So I woke up in the morning <laughs> around seven o'clock. I sat down at my desk and started editing. Yeah, but I you have to do that. this like no, but you got to do this like a Robert Ludlum. You know, it was it was Thursday morning. I awoke. The taste of the bar- bourbon was still in my mouth from last night's yeah. encounter, okay. and I was ready for my day. At the Star Trek convention, yes. The Star Trek convention. And then I sat in my bed and was like, do I shower now or do I try to edit first? And I went over to my fridge and I was like, I got this leftover pizza. Not only open this box. This box is weird. That's all I got. You have a microwave in your room. I do not. Oh, so, bummer. It's going to be cold. No, no, so. cold pizza's good. Cold pizza's yeah. great. I love it. I oh, love yeah. It. Especially, yeah. And deep dish is great because it doesn't fall apart then. It stays nice together. It's cold. And one thing I've been liking too is that I forgot that I didn't when I when I came here I didn't consider the fact that I now have access to American Netflix and Stargate SG1 is here in the US on Netflix. So I was watching that and I'm like 
I, I will try and be social and go out to dinner with people, but I also like the idea of just like sitting in my room yeah. and right. uh, watching right. Stargate again. There you, yeah, you, you can come back you to know? the States. You know, we'll have you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you exactly. want to binge far, some shows, you know. How far away well, are I mean, you from have, Buffalo? I mean, I'm like about four hours away. So that's I about how far I am and from I have, Buffalo. Yeah. And I have yeah. Stargate. Like I have all like I have all the episodes like on my hard drive, and then I have the, the DVD box set. I just like now I don't have to go and find my USB, my hard drive, and then have to load it up. I can just go on Netflix. Like this is what we've become. Is like, oh USB yep. is over there. That's like that's at least it's a not convenient. Walk. Yes, that's it's not, not convenient. convenient. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I'm excited for for you and the the rest of the time. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Hear yeah, the the download from all the rest of the things that you do. Yep. Well, I'm, thank you like for I'm, doing the. The YouTubes, because I, I haven't the chance to watch them, but that'll be a way of being there again. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And actually, I had someone come up to me, like like they recognized me from the channel. I was like, oh, yes. Oh, cool. Sort of a nice. recognition. That's, They're like, you. I That's think awesome, seen you on bro. YouTube. Yeah, so that was fantastic. Fun. Well, Chris, keep at it, man. Have a great rest of the weekend. We may have to do, at least on another episode, kind of a follow-up um to to do that or or i know you're making videos left and right so make sure you check out chris on yelling about star trek his uh youtube page also his podcast um and uh he's (laughs) he's also with trekking with the fam and uh just appreciate you taking time out of your precious convention time to be with us we're very excited for you mm-hmm. and excited to talk about the convention steve thank you for taking time out of your anniversary trip in hawaii thank your you beautiful wife for us too. i will right as soon as they have before yeah. she might she might have already divorced me i don't know if it's oh. <laughs> i don't know man no. you took her to hawaii that's, that's like yeah. you know um and adina thank you of, of course as always mm-hmm. you're a busy lady got a lot going on uh, so uh, let's uh, real quick go around the uh, Zoom chat room here. I've already mentioned a lot of Chris, but Chris, I'll let you do it again if you want to, if I miss anything. Adina, what are you doing? Where are you at? What do you want people? How can people get in contact with you? Oh, gosh. Well, my website, adinam.com is uh, one place to get a hold of me, but go to amazon.com and find my books. Just look up Crazy Foolish Robot. Thank you so much. I'm uh, books one and two are out in the series. Book three is so close to being done. It's (laughs) killing me. You can breathe. It's killing me. What? And then you can breathe. Are you at the stage where no, you can just no. like breathe? No, no. Then I, oh. I gotta, I gotta really dive into book four because I'm dying to get the whole series complete so I can move on to the next series <laughs> or more books in the series. Actually, I have like three side novels planned in this series. So no, oh, I'm, good. I'm just dying to write, write more. But you know, I have a. I want to know what happens to Ruby. Come on. I know what happens. But yes, yeah. you do, and that's not fair. It's <laughs> not fair. So Steven. yeah, just, just read my books. Stephen, okay. how about you? Uh, me, I'm still part of this group. Um, you can still find some of my published articles on uh, Warp, uh, Warp Track, Warp Factor Trek, and then I am waiting to uh, have another article published for Treksphere uh, as soon as they uh, get back up and running again. And it's, they're a little hiatus right now, so gotcha. when it does and it's available, I'll let you all know. Okay. And Kristen Fox. Yeah, and yeah, as uh, Brian said, you can check me out on YouTube at Yelling About Star Trek. You can listen to my podcast, Yelling About Star Trek, and you can follow me on Twitter. I want to try and be more active, and I want to revitalize my Instagram. Um, but you can, uh, but all of those are called Yelling About uh, Trek. 
Um, so you can find me there. Awesome. And I'm Brian Donahue, and I have uh, this podcast, another podcast called Joy and Java that just rebranded. So check that out if you want to. Ooh. And um, also, I just got my book back from my editor, and I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. There's just a Very few good. more things that I think we need to adjust, and I'm so stinking excited. I cannot wait uh, for my next phase, which is going to be actually sending it to a few people, including all the people in this group you hear talking, um, to see a, a very much edited version of the book and kind of real close to the final version, uh, just to get some basic feedback and to see mm -hmm. what happens when that when see if I can't get that sucker published. So um, wonderful. That's going on. I'm also real close to launching my music. Uh, business Ooh, yeah. for the podcasting music really close to pulling the trigger on that so stay tuned for that and uh would like to encourage you guys check out our youtube channel which is the big sci-fi podcast you got we've got 12 short videos on there right now we are about to in the coming weeks to have a big planning session where we're gonna have some new material and other things adina's clapping her hands uh, mm -hmm. very quietly as she is excited. <laughs> um, and also we do have a Facebook group that you can join and that is very active. We, all four of us are on that on a regular basis. So you can mm -hmm. interact with us. We got cool polls going on, yeah. um, uh, weekly polls. We, um, post the podcast links on there and just talk, ask all sorts of questions. You can ask us questions, email us at the big sci-fi podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you email us with a question, we may very much, very well answer it on air on Please one of do. our future podcasts. So that's cool. That's an added benefit of emailing us. Check us out on Instagram, mm -hmm. the Big Sci-Fi Podcast. We just kind of started that a little while ago, so still getting that up and running, but it's there. And soon, I think we're going to have a Twitter page, too. Um, Ooh, so all okay. sorts of cool stuff coming. We'll see. We're thinking about it. We don't know for sure. Diversification. It's right. The there's, there's all kinds of things happening and things, cool stuff in the future that we will let you know of just real quick. Our podcast, we want to thank you listeners. You mm -hmm. are the reason we keep doing this and coming back. Your listenership your loyalty to the podcast and excitement for it keeps us recording these week by week we just surpassed 2000 downloads um yes. and so we're real excited about that the sky's the limits we've got listeners literally all around the world too on almost every continent not quite every continent but we're gonna get there um penguins penguins <laughs> haven't listened to us yet the dang, on south, no, in south poor wi-fi <laughs> reception Yes. Um, but anyways, we're so thankful you've been here with again, Christian. Thanks for being our guest uh, in a way, our roving reporter man mm -hmm. on the street from yeah. the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. We've got great interviews coming up, guys. You do not want to miss a single episode not of the big sci-fi podcast. Until yeah, next time, be kind to each other. Be nice to each other. Make your day about somebody else other than yourself. And you know what? At the end of the day, you'll go to sleep with a big old smile on your face. It's worth it. So take care, everyone. Live long and prosper.